Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. If there's one thing about parenting that appears to be universally true, it's that your needs and priorities tend to be the last on the list of things to do. At the same time, while you're prioritising the needs of others, you are also, mostly if you're a mum, wondering if you're getting anything right. And this is all while people are telling you to look after yourself. When the truth is, you're probably thinking, how do you ever have the time? Pip Lincoln thinks it is time for change. She's written a book called Days Like These that Chrissy Swan has said is basically like a big reassuring hug. And before we start, full disclosure, Pip has previously written for Babyology and I think she's wonderful. Hi Pip, how are you? Hi, I am very, very well, thank you, Siobhan. It's very important to put one's biases out there before one starts an interview. I do agree. Yes. <laughs> so how does it feel to have written the world's first book that hugs back? Oh, well, <laughs> I am touched that you would even think that. I think I tend to write the books that I wish um, I'd had uh, when I've been going through, you know, difficult or formative times. So uh, this is my latest <laughs> in a series of books I wish that, that had been written during my own crises, basically. So I, I just kind of figured that, um, you know, it's really very challenging to be a mother. And I know it's challenging to be a dad too, but I'm a woman and I wouldn't speak just to mums because I know that experience. Um, and I just wanted to write a book that would remind mums of, of all the things that they need to do for themselves and how, and I mean, that sounds daunting, but basically about how um, they really deserve to be prioritised as much as, if not more, than their own kiddos. Yeah. And you've been writing about parenting for a while now. Your own kids, I cannot believe it, are grown. Do you think mums are getting any better at looking after themselves than when you first started writing about this stuff? Look, I think mums, you know, they, they're always trying, but, um, you know, you just have to look at the news at the moment to see that women are really not prioritised in society at all. And uh, even if mums are sort of trying to put themselves at the top of the list, there's not really many other people encouraging them to do so. So I think not only do mums need to be more firm about their own importance, but the rest of society really needs to step up and, and put women um, you know, in, a, in an equal or higher position, as far as I'm concerned, than men. What do you think is the hardest part about growing up humans? Oh, look, I think there are just so many things, but I think... I really think there's sort of a common experience of lying awake at night wondering if you're getting it wrong. And I think because every child is different, every family is different, every mum is different, um, there is no way of saying this is the right way to do it. So I think that um, you know, just worrying about whether your approach is really working for your family, I think that is really, really hard. And it can really make you doubt yourself as well. So, you know, not just your parenting, but but who you are intrinsically as a person. So I think that's really, really tough. And it also stops the enjoyment of parenting, doesn't it? When you're worried, you know, should I be giving the kids chicken and chips tonight and they're all yes, having exactly. a really nice time eating the chicken and chips and then you're thinking, oh, I'm, maybe this is the wrong thing to do. Then you 
you just stop enjoying that actual moment. Exactly. And I think there's a lot of overthinking that can go on and a lot of comparing yourself to other people uh, who are parenting. And, you know, before you know it, you're kind of caught up in this whirlwind of insecurity and doubt and that's no good for anybody. Mm. So how do we stop doing that? (laughs) Gosh, look, how do we? I think, first of all, I think just standing still and thinking about how you're feeling and what is not working at that very moment is a wonderful place to start. So I think start small. You know, if you're feeling freaked out, overwhelmed, like you're about to have a meltdown, all of the above, just stop, breathe, have a think about what's actually going on. Like, are you feeling, you know, I I suppose, are you feeling like you don't matter? Are you feeling um, like your child will never listen to you? Are you feeling like your partner is not helping out enough? Uh, or contributing enough, I should say. Are you feeling, you know, uh, zoning on exactly what you are feeling, clarify that, and then think about how to sort of move forward in that moment, addressing that thing. So rather than letting everything pile on top of you, pull it apart um, if you can. Just take a moment to pull it apart, prioritise yourself and what's going on with you, and then take a small step forward from there. And I would say as well, just reflecting on that when you when you say that, also honour the fact that what you're feeling is what you're feeling and it's not right or wrong, it just is. I know how tough things can get and um, I think that life can be a series of those tough, overwhelming experiences if we don't find a way um, to sort of sidestep them and have a think about what's really going on and about how much we deserve better than that. I know that you like a spot of crafting. Did that help you get through the hard times? Oh, look, it, for me it does. And I know that not everybody is into making things. But for me, sitting down and flicking on the telly and making something and sort of losing myself in uh, creating a thing where there was nothing but some materials before, it's reassuring and, you know, just seeing something positive growing in front of you Uh, can be uh, an excellent salve, I suppose, when everything else feels like it's going a little bit backwards or at least standing still. So I'm a big believer in having some kind of project that shows growth, whether that's, you know, pot plants on your windowsill or baking loaves of bread that, you know, grows and grows until you can pop it in the oven and get a beautiful loaf or or whether it's, you know, knitting a scarf or, I mean, everyone has their own... um, creative passions and, and I think they're super important to make time for uh, when you're when you're a mum. So how do you tackle that problem of feeling like there's never any time for self-care? I remember it, it's changed now my kids are a bit older but when they were small in particular I just could not conceive of even 15 minutes to myself. H- how do you manage that? Uh, it's so hard. I think Look, there are lots of, you know, different strategies, but I feel like there are two that are super important. The first is um, learning to ask for help from the people around you, and that can be really difficult. But I think, you know, being vulnerable and saying, you know, I'm just feeling like everything is getting on top of me and I'm not really sure, you know, who I am when I'm not a mum and I would love some time to do something for myself. I think that the people in your life that care about you will respond to that and they'll want to step in, even if it is just for, you know, 
half an hour or an hour, like the, I think that makes a big difference when you you know you can't even get five minutes to yourself. And I think the other thing is that you have to look at you know the places in your life where you can make time, whether that means you know dropping your housekeeping standards. I'm all for that. I think, you know, don't don't be spending time keeping a perfectly tidy house if, you know, what you'd rather be doing is going and sitting in a cafe for half an hour every day having a quiet cup of coffee while your kid sleeps in the stroller or while your kid's at school, while your kid's at high school. So I think looking for those little opportunities rather than just getting lost in the idea of not having any time is important. And I think sometimes we can punish ourselves a little bit by just getting lost in the overwhelm and the feeling of having no time and really underneath it, we aren't letting ourselves have those little pockets of time because somehow we think we don't deserve them. And of course we do deserve them as much as anyone does. In fact, more if you're a parent because, you know, I think we need a a double dose of self-care. So do you think that we particularly as mums need to somehow fundamentally shift our own sense of self-worth? I think we do. I really do. I think that, you know, like I said earlier, comparison is rife um, between mums because of, I think mostly because of social media and we see everyone else doing a perfect job or a really, really imperfect job. And there's not a lot in the middle of people sort of you know, having good days and bad days and, and being perfect and imperfect. So I, I think we need to stop comparing ourselves to others, as difficult as that is, and we need to realise that, you know, the job we're doing at the moment is the best job that we can on the day and tomorrow, I mean, these are, you know, cliches because they're true. Tomorrow is a fresh day and, and you can plan for things to go a little bit differently, especially if you can find a little pocket of time where you can do something for yourself, even if that's getting up, you know, 15 minutes before everyone else wakes up and sitting on your back step, having a cup of tea, you know, breathing in the cool morning air, just giving yourself a little bit of space to think about nothing or think about everything. So what would be the one thing you'd like to say to a mum who might be having a tough time Right now, apart from buy your book, which they absolutely <laughs> should do, what would be the first thing you'd say to a mum having a hard time today? Well, well I, I think the most important thing to, um, to realise is that you are not alone. When I wrote this book, I spoke to lots and lots of mums about their most difficult moments. And there really was a common thread running through them all, which was that, you know, mums were having a tough time a lot of the time. And they felt terribly guilty and they felt terribly alone. And because of that, they felt unable to ask for the help that they needed. So I would say, please, if you're having more bad days than good days, if you're finding that you know being a mum is really overwhelming, then know that you are in bloody good company. There are so many of us who have been there and come out the other side. And you know, getting some support is really, really key to feeling, um, feeling a lot better and feeling like, you know, you're part of a bigger community and there are people to, to kind of prop you up there and your own family, hopefully, are waiting to prop you up too. Mm, and what you're doing is so important, so you need to start valuing yourself like the world values the CEO of major companies because exactly. it's so important what you're doing. 
you're creating, you know, good humans to go out into the world. Like, what, what could be more important than that? Pip, thank you so much for your time today. I have loved chatting to you. I really have, and I hope that everyone that knows a mum or is a mum gets a hold of this book and starts to think about themselves a little more kindly. Mm, definitely. Thanks, Pip. Thank you. That's Pip Lincoln, author of Days Like These, and you'll find links in the notes of this episode to the book itself. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.